1: Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett.
2: What life is like inside her tight-knit religious community known as People of Praise? All these people started chanting and praying in tongues and jumping around.
1: Then Superman Trump? Did he really want to wear a Superman costume when he made his big appearance? And COVID-19 immunity. It looks like I'm immune.
3: It's very risky to think that there, you might be potentially immune.
1: Plus, mystery of the Band-Aid and home invasion nightmare. The hero five-year-old who threw his toys at the home invaders.
0: He said he had to protect his mother. Plus,
1: unrest West Across America, the new assault on monuments. Then cancel me if you can
4: they're literally running out of people to cancel bold or
1: offensive you be the judge
4: they're trying to cancel john wayne god did that 40 years ago
1: and i had to be very very sneaky underwater engagement
4: i get to the spot and i look up and then there it is
1: (laughs) now inside edition with deborah norville
0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Confirmation hearings for Judge Amy Coney Barrett to sit on the Supreme Court began today. And unlike her Rose Garden introduction last month that was labeled a super spurter event, today Judge Barrett mostly kept her mask on in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee.
5: Judge Amy Coney Barrett wore a mask as she faced senators on a dramatic first day of confirmation hearings.
4: This is going to be a long, contentious week. Let's remember, the world is watching.
5: Outside court, there were angry protests against her nomination. Some wore hazmat suits. Let the people decide! There were also counter-protesters waving confirm Amy signs. Yesterday, women wearing red habits, like those in TV's The Handmaid's Tale, marched outside the Supreme Court in opposition to the devout Catholic's nomination.
0: What your political
2: opponents want to paint you as is a TV or cartoon version of a religious radical, a so-called handmaid.
5: The scene inside the Senate hearing room was like no other confirmation in history. The senators were socially distanced. Judge Barrett's family sat to her right during the hearings, all wearing masks. The 48-year-old mother of seven removed her mask for just a few seconds to take a sip of water. One riveting moment came when Vice Presidential Candidate Kamala Harris made a remote appearance. She was in her office in the same building but refused to appear in person for fear of contracting COVID-19.
0: This hearing should have been postponed. The decision to hold this hearing now is reckless and places facilities workers, janitorial staff, and congressional aides and Capitol Police at risk.
5: Cameras caught Senator Amy Klobuchar without a mask for several minutes as she put on some lipstick. When all the senators were finished, it was the judge's turn to speak.
0: I would be the only sitting justice who didn't attend school at Harvard or Yale, but I am confident that Notre Dame could hold its own and maybe I could even teach them a thing or two about football.
5: The scene was a stark contrast to Judge Barrett's no-mask appearance at the Rose Garden, which turned into a COVID-19 super-spreader event. We know many of the famous faces who attended and have since been stricken with COVID-19. But the newspaper USA Today is now asking its readers to help identify every one of the 214 people who attended, particularly those in the back rows we got over 30 people now who have tested positive
0: um, from that you know, sort of group of people or you know, those who they've come in contact with afterward later in the broadcast we'll take a look at people of praise that's the tight-knit religious group of which judge barrett is a member one week after president trump left the hospital for his covid 19 treatment it's being reported just how big a splash he wanted to make with his departure the new york times reporting that the president contemplated ripping off his shirt to reveal a superman costume
3: what a moment president trump appearing on the white house balcony taking off his mask to the cheers of supporters. But it could have been way more theatrical. The president reportedly wanted to rip open his shirt to reveal a Superman costume underneath when he left Walter Reed Medical Center. Yep, just like in the movies. The New York Times reports he wanted to fake looking frail and then surprise everyone by tearing apart his shirt, revealing the Superman emblem. On Saturday, there were two Band-Aids on the president's hand, a common sign of IV fluids or medication. Could this mean the president is still being treated for the virus? We asked Dr. Ashish Shah. We're assuming that those Band-Aids are from an IV site, but if they are, it is entirely possible he got fluids or medicines or something else while he was at the White House. The White House is essentially a hospital. I mean, has all of the
2: capabilities of most hospitals.
3: According to Trump's doctor, he is no longer considered a transmission risk to others. And the president believes he's immune.
5: It looks like I'm immune for, I don't know, maybe a long time and maybe a short time it could be a lifetime nobody really knows but i'm immune
3: we're still learning a lot about what kind of immunity having been infected and recovered from the virus confers on people Uh, it does seem like a lot of people are pretty safe from being reinfected for a few months uh, but not everybody the president heads back on the campaign trail today holding a large outdoor rally in sanford florida officials there are nervous after a Trump rally in Minnesota on September 18th sparked a COVID cluster, resulting in nine Trump fans testing positive. Two of them have been hospitalized. Meanwhile, Dr. Anthony Fauci is not happy that he was included in a new Trump campaign ad. I can't imagine that anybody could be doing more. He seems to be praising the Trump administration's response to the COVID crisis, but he says the soundbite from an interview he did last March was taken out of context. The comments attributed to me without my permission in the GOP campaign ad were taken out of context from a broad statement I made months ago about the efforts of federal public health officials. Trump responded, they are indeed Dr. Fauci's own words. We have done a phenomenal job.
0: Since 1937, Columbus Day has been a federal holiday, but this year the day set aside to mark Christopher Columbus's discovery of the new world has been marked with drama and unrest.
2: Now it's Honest Abe's turn. A statue of the revered President Lincoln was torn down in Portland, scene of weeks of violent protests. So it was a statue of President Theodore Roosevelt, toppled and vandalized. President Trump blamed Antifa radicals and urged the FBI to get them now. Happy Columbus Day. There was a more conventional Columbus Day ceremony in New York as Governor Andrew Cuomo unveiled the statue of the Italian American Saint Mother Cabrini in Lower Manhattan. Civil unrest hit other cities across America over the weekend. In Denver, a security guard hired through Pinkerton by a local TV station to protect its reporter and crew ended up shooting a protester to death. This photo shows the protester strike the guard. The protester sprays a chemical agent, and an instant later, he is shot. Cops identified the security guard as Matthew Doloff. He is being held for investigation of first-degree murder. Authorities said Doloff was not licensed to work as an armed private security guard. The shooting victim was identified as Lee Keltner, a 49-year-old U.S. Navy veteran. His son was quoted as saying he was there to support the local police department.
0: The security guard is being held without bond when these alleged thieves picked a home to invade little did they know that there was a tiny crime fighter inside five-year-old david fought back throwing his toy cars at the bad guys as Trent reports his mom is now calling him her hero
3: a brave five-year-old boy came to the rescue of his family during a terrifying home invasion and he did it by throwing these toy trucks at the gun-toting suspects totally unnerving them
0: he wasn't scared at all he said he had to protect his mother you see
3: the moment four men forced their way into the home after kicking in the kitchen door it happened in this quiet neighborhood in south bend indiana tamika reed was ironing when the men poured into the room how scary was that
0: I'm still having nightmares. It's it's hard for me to sleep at night.
3: There is pandemonium as the men point guns at the family. But little David did not run and hide. Instead, he picked up his toy truck's ...and threw them at the bad guys. And he threw some punches, too. When those bad guys came into your house, what did you do? Beat them up. That's right, he beat them up. And he gave me a big smile when I compared him to his favorite superhero. A lot of people are saying, you're just like Batman, you're a superhero. (laughs) The men certainly didn't expect a five-year-old to fight back. And David's actions startled the bad guys so much they gave up and ran the heck out of there do you think it's possible that his actions actually led those guys to
5: leave i believe so here you they have a plan in place they enter a home with a with a complete intent to rob and steal and you have a five-year-old who defends them off and basically forces them out of the out of the
0: home he's my superhero mm-hmm. A police spokesperson says, well, David is really brave. No little boy should have to go through something like that. Judge Amy Coney Barrett is a devout Catholic. Her confirmation hearings have put the spotlight on a charismatic Catholic group of which she's a member called People of Praise. Until recently, women leaders in the group were called Handmaids, which has prompted all sorts of speculation about the sect. Stephen Fabian reports. Even before
2: she was officially nominated to the Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett's involvement in a little-known and secretive Christian community called People of Praise became a topic of fascination. Welcome, Judge Amy Barrett. People of Praise is small, only 1,650 adult members. It is based here in South Bend, Indiana. Just outside the city limits is Notre Dame University, where Amy Coney Barrett was once a law professor. Lisa Williams says her parents joined people of praise
0: when she was a child. All these people started chanting and praying in tongues and jumping around and falling to the ground, and I... I was crying, I wanted to go to the car, I didn't know what was going on.
2: She claims she also witnessed an exorcism of a woman who had premarital
0: sex. And I saw a woman laying literally on the floor, writhing and screaming, and my mom and all of her friends praying over this woman, and she was wearing a wedding dress.
2: A People of Praise spokesman denies the group practices exorcism and says they did not exist in Minnesota when Lisa Williams was there. Coral Annika Teal was a member for five years from 1979 to 1984. She does not have fond memories.
0: The common... Doctrine of the people of praise is that women are to be absolutely obedient to their husbands.
2: The people of praise released this statement to Inside Edition. We believe no one should be either domineering or servile in their relationships with other people, including in marriage. Marriages should be marked by mutual love and cooperation between spouses. A member directory obtained by the New York Times lists Amy Coney Barrett as a handmaid, a term once used by the people of praise to refer to their female leaders. But handmaid was dropped when the Hulu TV series The Handmaid's Tale made it sound sinister. Handmaids are now known as women leaders.
4: That's a good PR move.
2: (laughs) Judge Barrett seemed to be addressing this issue when she spoke at the White House Rose Garden ceremony and portrayed her marriage as one of equal partners raising a family
0: at the start of our marriage I imagined that we would run our household as partners as it has turned out Jesse does far more than his share of the work to my chagrin I learned at dinner recently that my children consider him to be the better cook. I'm glad she has a husband that helps her. I did not. Mine had a different way of
4: um, treating me.
2: Other women and people of praise say they had much more positive experiences. They describe a supportive network of families helping each other out, sharing childcare duties and carpooling, and offering a sense of community.
1: The most important question of faith, should be, is she willing to faithfully interpret the Constitution? Judge Barrett's record shows that she will.
2: Judge Barrett talked about her religion during her confirmation hearing today.
0: I believe in the power of prayer, and it has been uplifting to hear that so many people are praying for me. Judge Barrett's sister has spoken out saying her sister's religious views are a non-issue because she says Judge Barrett will rule according to the law, not her faith.
1: Next, cancel me if you can. They're literally running out of people to cancel. Bold or offensive, you be the judge.
4: They're trying to cancel John Wayne. God did that 40 years ago.
1: And I had to be very, very sneaky. Underwater engagement.
4: I get to the spot and I look up and then, boop,
0: there it is.
1: (laughs) Inside Edition with Deborah Norville, we'll be right back.
0: The NBA Finals are history with not a single case of COVID-19 being contracted while the league kept players in a bubble. The L.A. Lakers are once again the champs. Jim Murray has more on how fans took their excitement to the streets.
1: And that's it. It's over. The Lakers conquer the bubble.
5: The bubble works. LeBron James led the L.A. Lakers to an historic NBA championship, pulled off inside the isolation bubble at Walt Disney World. Last night's victory against the Miami Heat was dedicated to the late Kobe Bryant. Kobe's widow, Vanessa, took to Instagram with heartfelt congratulations. Go Lakers! Wish Kobe and Gigi were here to see this. Laker fans crowded the streets outside Staples Center, chanting Kobe's name, many wearing his jersey. Some fans set off fireworks other revelers were out of control standing on top of a city bus even as it was on fire and others looted a starbucks today this starbucks is in shambles with broken windows and doors and graffiti sprayed everywhere city crews are cleaning up but none of this overshadows the incredible accomplishment by the nba which finished off the season without a single player testing positive for covid 19. every team deserves to be celebrated we found a way to play through a pandemic, keep everyone safe. The NBA bubble was a grueling three month, $170 million investment as 22 NBA teams were invited to live at Walt Disney World. We asked Dr. Oz about the amazing accomplishment. The NBA is ahead of
2: the curve. They were smart to create a bubble. The players were very disciplined. The NBA can teach everybody a lot about how to deal with COVID-19 more effectively.
0: Good for the league. At least 67 people were arrested, most of them for ignoring orders to disperse. When we come back, did Saturday Night Live's host cross the line with his monologue? Saturday Night Live has always been known for its edgy humor, but did this weekend's monologue go too far? Comedian Bill Burr is getting mixed reviews for his shtick that found viewers, viewers found either bold or offensive. Ladies and gentlemen.
3: Did comedian Bill Burr cross the line with his SNL monologue?
4: How stupid is that cancel thing? They're literally running out of people to cancel. They're going after dead people now. They're trying to cancel John Wayne. It's like, yeah, dude, God did that 40 years ago. Burr also poked fun at the woke movement. You, the way white women somehow hijacked the woke movement, white women swung their Gucci booted feet over the fence of the. A- and there was this the month of june is gay pride month that's a little long don't you think for a group of people that were never enslaved
3: snl fans lit up twitter who approved that monologue the crowd doesn't even know if they should laugh or not Others came to his defense. I think your monologue was hilarious and true. Ignore the easily offended snowflakes. Burr doesn't seem too phased, tweeting, night of my life. That infamous fly from last week's vice presidential debate also made an appearance.
1: Vice President Pence, there's a... um...
3: War on police in this country, I couldn't agree more.
1: No, no, there's a, um, there's a giant...
3: Lack of respect for militias, you're darn right. Check out who's playing the fly. Let me at him. It's Jim Carrey doing a wacky imitation of Joe Biden and actor Jeff Goldblum from The Fly.
0: Let me at him. When we come back, it's a proposal under the sea. Finally today, if you want a private place to pop the question, you can't beat this. It's an underwater engagement. Cody Workman and Kelly Castile were snorkeling in Jamaica when he popped the question. Kelly can't believe this is really happening. <laughs> is <that> real? <laughs> oh my
1: God.
0: Congratulations. Couple plans to get married next year above water. That's Inside Edition for today. Thank you for watching. See you tomorrow.
2: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com
0: survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad free on Wondery Plus.